Welcome to 5050 Films. I'm Autumn. And I'm Peter. And this is Anything But Films 2023. So if you're new to the podcast or you didn't listen to this episode last year or you totally forgot it even existed, uh, this is essentially our episode-long media break um, for the year. We're going to talk about uh, the shows and books we said we would read this year and react to whether or not we did that. We're going to talk about our top five games of the year. Um, I'm going to reveal to Peter all of the shows we finished together, because he has no idea, because I'm the one who keeps a record of that. Um, and we'll each talk about shows that we finished, and then Peter's going to talk a little bit about games and manga, and then we'll set some goals for next year. Alright, okay. so would you like to take it away reacting to the shows you said you were going to watch in 2023 this time last year? Um... For shows, I said I'd be wa- I would watch Crashing, uh, which I did because it was like four episodes long. It was criminally short. Um, that was fun. Uh, and then I wa- I said I'd watch Jack Ryan. I decided no, I don't want to watch Jack Ryan at all. I just don't care. Um, so I ditched that one completely. And then I also said I'd watch Invincible Season 2. Um, considering Invincible Season 2 is only half done, and they're waiting until, I believe, mid, mid-January mid to continue the, the like a mid-season break, that's not physically possible, so I'm going to cut, cut myself a little bit of slack on that one, even though I've only really watched one episode of it. But I did read all of Invincible, so... You got the story. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a little bit of, a little bit of calm A, a little bit of calm B. So is that all the shows you said you'd watch? I only said three, yeah. Okay. I said I was going to finish Wednesday, which I did mm-hmm. um, pretty early on in the year. Uh, I said I was going to get caught up with The Mandalorian. I put a, like, kind of symbol next to this yes. because I think I said I was going to get caught up and at that point only season two was out and I was behind. So I have watched season two, but Peter and I have not watched season three. Yeah. Um, we I watched s- Boba Fett. Yes, but too. we'll get to that later. Oh, is that one of the things you said? I thought you said that was... No, 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 no. Um, I said I was going to finish The Owl House. Um, I don't care. I'm not going to finish that. I was just watching that because I was teaching Sunday school at the Mm. time and the kids really liked the show. Um, And I said I was going to finish Cheers, which I actually can't do because Hulu doesn't have all of the seasons. And that ended up making me frustrated. I haven't watched it in a while. Um, I do think I'll pick it back up eventually because I do like the show, but I'm not in any rush. I also said I would get caught up on The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. I put a kind of marker next to this one, too, because I watched two seasons of it this year. I watched season two and season three. Um, So I did get caught up, uh, but I no longer have access to The Real Housewives because I will not be paying for Peacock, and they won't let me use my mother's account outside of her house. So, And then I said I would uh, watch Never Have I Ever season four, which I did, and it it was so wonderful. It was everything I dreamed that it would be. What books did you say you were going to read? This was before Peter decided he was going to do his fiction challenge. I actually didn't write those down. Okay. Because I read them all. Okay. When I listened back to it, I I read all the books that I said I was going to read this year. All right. I Um, mostly did. Yeah. I, um... I picked five of my most anticipated TBR takedown books. So I said I was going to read Dune. I did. That's maybe one of my biggest media accomplishments of this year was actually reading Dune because it was very big and it was very dense. 
Um, but it was also very good. And it was very out of my comfort zone as well. So I'm, like, very proud that I actually read that. And I read it pretty early on. I think I read it in March. Um, I read If We Were Villains by M.L. Rio. Uh, I finished the Skullman series by reading The Golden Enclaves. I read The Plot. Um, and the only book I didn't get to that I said I was going to is The Hotel New Hampshire by John Irving, which I still really want to read. I just didn't end up finishing my TBR takedown this year. Hmm. All right, so... I also had games. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Um, I had I had said I wanted to play Citizen Sleeper, Dagon, and High on Life. I played none of them. I have Citizen Sleeper. I have Dagon. I don't have High on Life. Do you still want to play them? High on Life, I'll play when it's really cheap. Like, if it ever okay. goes below... It's like 25 bucks right now, and it's usually like 50 mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't know if I want to play it at 50%. It just... It's... I don't know. I don't know if it's going to be as fun. A, a lot of the, the jokes have been sort of spoiled to me through shorts and stuff like that. Um, Citizen Sleeper and Dagon, I still really want to play, but I need to get I need to be in the mood to play an indie game in order to do that kind of thing, because they're very text-based, both of them. Um, so, we'll see. All right. So, do you want to talk about books or shows first? Well, I have... Let's do shows, because I think shows shows I watched is... For me, it's more confusing, because I don't write stuff down as religiously as you do. So, I, I just kind of guessed. Okay. So, the first thing we can talk about is I'll kind of reveal to you the shows that we finished together this year. Yes. Um, which, while we were listening to our Anything But Films 2022, we were both like, <laughs> wait... Did we watch anything this year? Uh, and it turns out at the beginning of the year, we mostly watched um, seasons of reality TV in one form or another, and that's kind of why we don't really know what we watched. Um, so to start off the year, we watched The Great British Baking Show Season 13. Bake Off, yes. Um, that is probably by Netflix standards, that Season 13. They do it a little bit differently. Um, we watched Love Island UK Season 9. Yes. Uh, we gave up on Season 10. Uh, we do plan on trying out All Stars when that comes out. Mm-hmm. Um, Battle Royale. Yeah. What? What? Sorry, there are multiple games that have All Stars Battle Royale tacked onto the end of them. <laughs> Wouldn't it be funny if they had to, like, fight each other? <laughs> I guess Love Island is a Battle do. Royale, honestly. <laughs> this is, a, like, a last man standing kind of thing. Uh, we finished the book, book of Boba Fett. Yeah. Um, so now we can move on to Mando season three. Yes. We watched Junior Bake Off season six. Oh yeah, we did. Which didn't I we? forgot about. Um, we finished Ted Lasso the last season. Yes. Ted Lasso, which was so so wonderful. Uh, we watched the One Piece live action mm-hmm. on Netflix. We watched Comey Can't Communicate, and we watched Abbott Elementary. And that's it for the things we watched together this yeah. year. That actually isn't very much uh, mm-hmm. in comparison with other years. Do you want to talk about the shows you watched by yourself? This is iffy. I'm pretty sure I got most of it, but I might not have. I watched Sex Education um, with myself. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. I watched Sex Education season four. The last season of Sex Education finished off the show. Very good. Just highly recommend. Um... I think in the last wrap-up, if I remember correctly, I talked about watching The Pacific. Mm-hmm. Um, that was an HBO show, right? As we all know, that's an HBO, one of the miniseries. Um, I watched Chernobyl, an HBO miniseries. Oh, I just remembered one thing I forgot to write down. I watched John Adams, another HBO mm-hmm. miniseries. Um, those, I've been kind of watching through the historical ones with Paul. 
Um, and there was only one left. Uh, well, actually, there's about to be two left. Um, I think there's there's a there's a um, a World War Two Air Force one. Like Tom Hanks is you know producing again, um, and uh, it's it's like based off of I can't remember if it's guys stationed in Britain or guys stationed in Italy, um, but that one I'm Paul and I are really looking forward to because we really like the the like you know HBO history miniseries. I think they're honestly they're a valuable addition to society to be honest they're super good um so one of the nuns of, i i don't know if i've written down i probably watched it i probably put it down but if i didn't i'll try to add it on anyway i don't know the name of the show is the problem actually you know i don't have it in my shows wanted the next the, the last mini series right now before that a plain one comes out is the one about apollo the apollo missions right um so paul and i are going to watch that one next i think anyway uh i watched um, a bunch of anime, um, of, of which you're going to get shortened names of because I don't remember them all. Um, we have Welcome to the NHK, we have Overtake, MF Ghost, um, VR MMO Life Show, uh, Shangri-La Frontier, um, Vending Machine Isekai. I watched the first season of Mob Psycho. I'm in the second season. It's just one that I want to keep watching. It's good. But I was watching it with my buddy, and he, like, we stopped, and now, I, you know, it's one of those, if you like, mm-hmm. do I continue it without him? Um, a cheat skill, you say, guy, uh, Mashal, Bow Fury, Season 2, um, Chillin' in My 30s, um, Campfire, you say, guy, uh, Handyman Saito, um, Classroom of the Elite Season 2, and that's it. That's all I have written down. If I watched anything else... I don't know. I don't remember it. Okay, gotcha. Um, I, much like Peter and I, watched a lot of reality TV <laughs> this year, and I already told Peter, but my, we don't really like necessarily set these sorts of goals for 2024, but I do have a goal to watch like more narrative television mm. when I watch television. Like I don't watch TV that often, but when I do, I want to be like consuming more stories as opposed to just okay. like because that's what I remember is those shows. You know, I don't necessarily remember the reality TV. It's, like, fun in the oh, moment. Oh, yeah, it's just... Yeah, with the exception of one show, which I will talk about. Um, so I finished Wednesday, which I talked about. Yes. That show was so fun, um, and I cannot wait for a second season. Jenna Ortega is fantastic uh, in in that show. Real Housewives, of, uh, Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, I watched season two and season three of All the Housewives. I miss these crazy ladies the most. Um, I watched Daisy Jones and the Six, which was an Amazon Prime show based on the book, and it was so well done and really reminded me of a lot of the things I loved about the book. It's always so scary to watch an adaptation of something you genuinely really loved, Um, but this one was so well done, and they recreated all the music uh, from the books, so now you can actually listen to all these songs that you got to read about, and it, it was so fun. Um, I watched Business Proposal, my first ever K-drama, and I was obsessed with it. Um, I loved it so much, and I'm hoping to watch more K-dramas in 2024 as well, and for Peter and I to watch some together, I think that that would be fun. Uh, I watched Perfect Match Season 4, which is one of those reality TV shows that is nothing to write home about. I don't remember a single thing about it. Um, I watched Claim to Fame Seasons 1 and 2, and this is the one show that 
I will continue to watch. I think it's so good. It's so interesting because it's more of a puzzle game. It's not a dating game. It's not like a coupling game. But you're trying to figure out who is related to what celebrity. And it just is so wild and it plays with your head because you like have your own ideas and perceptions, but then the players have their own ideas and perceptions. You're trying to like piece things together. Super fun. Um, I watched Love is Blind season four, which was actually pretty good. I started season five and it was garbage, so I stopped. Um, I finished Never Have I Ever, which I mentioned. I also, in my Anything But Films last year, said I finished Agretsuko. At that point, I was caught up and I didn't realize there would be another season. So I officially finished Agretsuko this year. This last season was something. I almost wish it had ended last year. Um, and I watched Dancing with the Stars season 32. All right. So would you like to go into games before we talk about books? Um, we could, yeah. Uh, I, I assume I'm the only one who has games played this year. I don't even know if I played Animal Crossing this year. Alright, so your your town's full of weeds, and uh... And that's what happens, is you don't play, and then you're scared to play. Like, if I ever get the idea of, like, oh, it would be fun to play, it's like, well, everyone's gonna hate me. Who's moved away? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did I lose my favorite guy? Anyway. I have, uh, I played, I have five games I played this year. Um, well, six, actually, but the, I have them kind of an up, well, not really in an upwards order. I played Baldur's Gate 3 a lot this year. It was a big one. So, okay, here's what happened. You get your Steam wrap-up, right? And Steam tells you, hey, this is all the games you played on Steam this year. This is the percentage of what you've played this year. I played 52% of my game time in Destiny 2 last year. I believe that. And I hate that I did that. And it makes me very mad. Me too. And I'm not playing that game anymore. It's not... I'm not getting back that on it. That took over your life. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you remember when I told you it was... it was When I when I started playing it again, I was like, oh, this is what this must be what it feels like to relapse on heroin. Uh-huh. Yeah. I hate it. I hate that that, that, that happened to me. Because um, it was really embarrassing to see that 50... Over half of all of the game time I played. And I played a lot of fucking games this year. Like, I was playing a lot. Like, I have probably almost 200 hours into Baldur's Gate 2, or Baldur's Gate 3 already. Um, that game, much more valuable. We were, I was, we were mostly just playing it every night just to make sure we kept our momentum, because it's a long game, you know? Um, love that game. Baldur's Gate 3, best game of the year. Absolutely play Baldur's Gate 3. Like, get it. It's very good. Um, Doug's playing it right now, and he's spent 24 total in-game hours in the first area. Hasn't even left the Druid camp yet. My second game was Watch Dogs Legion. This is probably... I had a, I had a lot of fun playing this. This made me want to play single-player games again, um, which was good because I really was in like a huge slump about that. Um, and yeah, I mean, I had, a, I had a great time. It, it's not the best Watch Dogs game. That one is 2. Watch Dogs 2 is the best Watch Dogs game. But it's still really fun, and then you get to see some of the characters from Watch Dogs 2 and Watch Dogs 1, and it's it's good. It's just good. You know, there's nothing, there's, it's, it was, it was really fun to play, it was really cool, and I, at this point, if there was, if there was any major tech issues, those have been resolved now. Um, I had a great time. I played a, a, uh, PvP shooter called Friends vs. Friends with my buddies, 
Um, that was that's really it's kind of cutesy, kind of fun. It's like cards. You use cards that you draw from a deck every time you, every like new life uh, as your like equipment. It was very neat. Um, I played a puzzle game called A Little to the Left, um, which is a game about it's a puzzle game about organizing different objects. You played a little bit of it too when I had. Oh it out. yeah, I, um, I, thought I that also was really played fun. one like half hour session of Baldur's Gate. Yes, and with that me. probably wraps up my gaming for you. Yeah. Uh, and then I have in the number five slot, I have two more puzzle games. Two of the, both that I played with Emer. One called "Please Don't Touch Anything," where you some guys like, "Hey, I get some coffee. You just sit here. You have to sit here. Please don't touch anything." And like then uh, there there are like I don't know thirty different endings where you watch the world explode on a monitor in front of you or just like get destroyed somehow. Um, uh, and then there was another game that I played with Emer on that called The Looker. It's like a three or four hour version of The Witness, which is a, like a long, big ass puzzle game. And it's supposed to be, it's like a parody of The Witness. It, it's, 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 it's quite, actually quite funny. I'll be honest. Um, yeah, that's my games for the year. All right. So now we're going to talk about top five books. I have mine organized. So that my number one is my best book of the year. Did you do it the same way? I did. Do you want me to read? Do you need to do my manga too, or do you want me to do that after? Um, let's do books, and then you can do okay. manga. Sounds good. Um, so I'll read my number five, then you read yours, and we'll go through that way. Um, so my fifth favorite, I had 11 five-star books this year. Um, and so for my top ten, it was pretty easy. I just had to pick, like slot them in where they fit but my number five was the girl who drank the moon by kelly barnhill which is a middle grade fantasy story that i had to read for my children's literature class and it ended up being so good i had read when women were dragons by the same author for my virtual book club with my friends from back home and that book was good but this book was like everything this book gave me howl's moving castle vibes which Mm -hmm. is a feeling i'm always chasing um, and my favorite character of the year comes from this book, Fury and the Dragon. He's this tiny little dragon who feels like he's so much bigger, and I, lo- I love him. We're starting at the bottom, right? Yeah. Okay. So on the bottom of my books list, uh, this was this is really hard to pull actually because I have like over fifty books of like real books this year. Mm-hmm. Um, By that he means not manga. Yes. If you look at my Goodreads challenge, I've got something like three hundred and seventy. There's going to be more than that because I, I think I'm probably going to... I'm going to try to finish uh, Spy X Family tonight so I can make it this year. But, yeah, like 375 right now because every volume gets... Every volume of manga gets counted as a as it's a, a book. book yeah. um, even though, really, if you were counting it, you would just count the whole series as a book. Which, But that doesn't seem right because those are super long. Yeah. Right? Like, I think I probably read like 20 to something thousand pages of One Piece this year. And that's like... A ridiculous amount of 500 page books you know yeah. <laughs> like that's like 40 it's like 40 books basically 40 500 pages anyway accelerando by charles strauss was that's i a think recent read, it was huh? very recent so as i said last year a lot it could be recency bias but um it was and it was like it was like super dense and it was like actually really entertaining and i love charles strauss's writing style even when he is writing like super dense shit um, so it was, it was neat. It was good. It was weird. My number four is, I guess I haven't learned that yet by Shauna Nequist. This is my 
only nonfiction book in my top five, not in my top ten. Um, I really like Shauna Nyquist's writing, and I particularly love her narration of her own audiobooks. Um, and it's just about this, like, philosophy she has on life. Her family had, like, built up this church, um, and then there was this big scandal um, revolving her father and her family kind of decided to just like her her immediate family her husband and her sons just kind of packed up everything and moved to New York City and kind of like started over and it started with this uh, message she would tell her boys when they were in school and having a hard time adjusting to a new place she'd say you know don't say you you don't know something or you're stupid or you can't learn it say I guess I haven't learned that yet um, and that's kind of like a philosophy she's brought into her life and I don't know. I thought it was a really good book. It was very uplifting. Um, and like I said, her narration style is very, um, just really nice to listen to. My fourth book was The Great Circle by Maggie Shipstead. Um, this one I bought myself a while back and I really enjoyed it and I want to kind of put it on Autumn's shelf I think. Yeah I want to read it. I think you'd really like it. It's about a female aviator um, and there's also a secondary plot going on about the woman who's going to play that female aviator in like a biopic um, and it's it's very interesting. It's got some cool intergenerational stuff going on. Um, that, was a, that was a really good really big kind of sad book. That was just really... It was great. It was great. My number three is Pineapple Street by Jenny Jackson. This is another one I listened to on audio. This is a great look at intergenerational wealth um, and marrying into that and status and what that means. And it was just really well done. This is for people like me who love literary fiction and love character development. And the plot is not necessarily as important as... Kind of like watching the characters um, grow and change throughout the book. My number three is Stormfront by Jim Butcher. It's the first of the Dresden Files series. This is a one of the ones that I said I had read last year. I wanted to read last year. Um, it was good. It was it was it read really fast. I really enjoyed it. It was kind of a little bit ago. I remember what happens. You know. Uh, and I do want to continue reading the Dresden Files books this year. Um, that might be what I tr one of the that might be like the series I try to rip through um, because they're not super long and they read real quick, so it might be worthwhile. My second favorite book of the year is If We Were Villains by M. L. Rio, which was on my list of books that I definitely wanted to read. It was part of my TBR takedown. It was also a buddy read with my sister. This follows a group of actors at this like Shakespearean conservatory, and when one of their friends is murdered, uh, we find out that one of the main characters is put away for that crime, but he's not really revealing anything about what really happened. Uh, and then the police chief he's been working with, who has never really believed this main character was guilty, kind of convinces him to tell him the whole story the day after he's retired from, from his job, just so he can like have the peace of knowing what actually happened. And it was really good. It's a little pretentious, but I kind of love that. <laughs> My number two book for this year was Siddhartha by Herman Hesse. Um, it's it's a very short little 150 page um, book about a about a, a guy in ancient Nepal who 
just it's like his whole spiritual journey from like childhood to like late you know adulthood um like elderly adulthood and it's just it was fantastic and i was i didn't expect for something like that to like grip me so hard and make me really I, it was like it's not like it's like you know edge of your seat or anything like that but it was just really well written and like a really interesting like kind of self-reflective sort of piece um yeah it was it was great my number one favorite book of the year is Us Against You by Frederick Bachman. This is the second book in the Beartown series, though if I could say so, the Beartown series as a whole is my favorite reading experience of this year. Um, the first one I also gave five stars. I read that one through audiobook. I like the second one a little bit better. I think part of that could be because I read it physically, and then part of it could be that I already like knew and loved and was invested in the characters by the time I got to the second book. Um, the third book I gave four stars. I didn't like it quite as much, but this is a great story about a small town um, who does not, the people don't have a lot to look forward to, and ice hockey is like their whole world, and what happens when there's a scandal that kind of shakes everything that they've, they've created, and it just, Frederick Bachman writes hope like no one else, like not in a cheesy spoon feed it to you kind of way but just in like a very natural like this is clearly his outlook on life kind of way and I just I I read those books right in a row I never do that with a series but I just could not get enough of the characters and I'm I'm so glad that I read those books this year my number one much in the same way autumn kind of picked a series um <laughs> Mine was The Way of Kings by Brandon Sanderson, uh, and uh, as as an extension, also The Words of Radiant or Words of Radiance by Brandon Sanderson. The first two books of the Stormlight Archive series. I have not read any more of the Stormlight Archive series, but I am going to this year. I'm going to catch up with the Stormlight Archive. Um, that shit's great. It's awesome. It's fantastic. Uh, and I'm just really excited to, to kind of delve into that because, holy shit, I had such a good time. I basically read them both back-to-back -back as this giant 2,600-page novel, um, and it was just, oh, it was just so good. It was so good. Uh, I, I, it's, you heard me talk about it on the podcast. It, it's just, uh, it's exactly what you want out of fantasy like the kind of one like an underdog story a couple underdog stories um they get like there's like superpowers and shit there's like magitech body armor it's it's like it's super awesome and it's all high fantasy like oh it's great and it and it ties into brandon sanderson's cosmere uh so there is like a like a, a narrator of sorts that touches a base in the end of the book that's supposed to be all there. I think it's like the same guy in all of them, which is kind of cool. I think. I don't know. This is like my first dip into the Cosmere pool. <sighs> so good. All right. So you can move on into manga then before yes. we talk about next year. I have this listed as series, uh, my top five series, uh, mostly because th this is like serial stuff, um, manga and comics, because there's one comics in here. Um, number five, I'm going to start from the bottom. Uh, I have Comey Can't Communicate um, by Tomohito Oda. Uh, awesome. You know, I love it. It's so cute and so wholesome. 
Um, and it's just it's just like a fantastic rom-com. I read a couple rom-coms this year, and that's probably the best one. Um, number four, I have Pluto by Naoki Urasawa. Um, Pluto uh, it currently has a Netflix show that I'm told is fantastic. I don't really feel the need to watch it myself, but if you're interested and you don't want to bother reading 65 chapters of, of, uh, of manga, which, I mean, I don't know why you wouldn't, because it's great, um, but... Uh, and it's it's contained like it's not co not continuous or anything like it's done it's over that's mm. all there is um, go ahead and watch the show I've heard it's really good like and get get you hit in all these emotional places that the, the uh, manga does that's awesome absolutely great I read a couple I read an, another sh uh, series by Urasawa this year as well called Billy Bat which a lot of the same weird emotional stuff but it's like 130 chapters and it's this crazy world-ending conspiracy theory kind of thing. That was weirder, and I didn't think it was as good. Pluto's fantastic. Um, number three, I have a Western comic. We have Invincible by Robert Kirkman, who's also the same guy who did The Walking Dead. Wow. Which I found out. I didn't know that. Um, which I've heard The Walking Dead cartoon is very good. Or, sorry, not the cartoon, but the, the car comic is very good. Mm -hmm. um, I, I'm not interested at all in The Walking Dead, the show. I think that that's dumb. Um, anyway, uh, Invincible is great. It's it's awesome. Um, it's currently being uh, converted into um, into car like actual physical TV show cartoons at Amazon. Um, the that story is a little different. They like mix the up a little bit, make it a little more friend or friendly for just for video. Um, but yeah, man, Invincible is so good. I I finished. Oh, that's another one of those like like. Dude, like like the, the the like final panel like you could cry you know like at the end you're like oh my god it's like it's so it just hits you you know and then at number two i have shangri-la frontier which i think would be my favorite manga ever were it not for number one uh that's great it's my favorite it's it's my favorite like vieira mmo story it's like by association that's kind of an isekai but it's not it's it's vieira mmo related um, the dude, it's, this is like the best gamer anime I've ever, or manga I've ever read. Or, I guess I, have, I haven't read more manga, but like, you know, I've watched a lot of gamer anime and I'm watching the anime right now. It's so good. It, you, it's a high, you, you watch like a, a mid, mid to later high school age kid who's just like, who plays like really shitty games that are really hard. He does it for the, the challenge basically. And he's convinced one day to instead play a really good game because it, it, it's like one of those like um like uh, by association all, all these like you know like, like if you're if, if there's a bunch of ugly people in a crowd the person who's mildly attractive looks really attractive because they're it's like that association thing like the the game is sort of games where employee goes well you just played a whole bunch of trash imagine how good this one's gonna feel compared to all those garbage ones and he's like all right fine i'll give it a shot loves it and it's and it's I, oh it's so good please read or watch shangri-la frontier that one started out as a uh, as a web comic actually so the author is katarina just a single monomer you know um mon monomer mononym mononym i don't know man whatever Sing is it moniker moniker i don't know i don't know whatever but that and that would be my favorite manga if it Except weren't for, for One Piece, Piece. <laughs> um, by Aichiro Oda. Uh, great, 
fantastic. If Oda sticks to landing, it'll be the best series ever written. <laughs> like, it, it could be the best story ever told, is what I told my friends after I caught up. Um, and it's just... It's, oh, there's so much ups and downs and comedy and badass action and super depressing stuff. And, like, it just, it's this perfect combination of, of a pirate story. It's awesome. It's great. Please experience One Piece somehow. You have options. <laughs> if you don't want the filler and the threat of 1,120 minute episodes of TV, consider 1,100. 1120 page chapters of manga which will take you far less i promise unless you can't read like it's it's gonna take so much less time and it's gonna be so much so worth it there will be no filler no extra bullshit it's great or start the live action or do the live action it's not quite the same as the comics you won't you'll miss out a little bit but let me but tell it's still you, very good and very fun i have never considered watching anime on my own really but after we finished that i was feeling like a, a void yeah. I was kind of thinking, do I need to watch One Piece, the hey, anime? So maybe you know. use that as a jump start for you. Yeah, if <laughs> I mean if you if you're interested enough by the live action, um that it could be a, a jump a jumping in point, you know, cuz like it it is good and a, a lot of those same funny like crazy beats like towards the end of the live action like, you know, the stuff with Garp. It's mm-hmm. like like those like the the stuff where it's like, "Oh shit," like the kind of like twists Get used to them because they're all over the place and they're great and they're awesome and they're so fun. <sighs> all right, so now it's time for the part where we make promises to ourselves that we may or may not keep. Yes. I kept mine very limited this year. 2024 is going to be a big year for us. We're traveling a lot. We got a lot of stuff going on, life stuff, school stuff. I'm trying to be realistic. It's can- I was not realistic. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to hear about it. So for shows... <laughs> I only have three shows. Two of them I have already started. I would like to finish The Sex Lives of College Girls or Get Caught Up or wherever that is. I'm watching that with my friend Gina. Really enjoying it. I would like to finish Veep, which Peter and I are watching and really enjoying. Don't want to let that one slide. I feel like that's a pretty easy ask. As long as we're not watching YouTube videos. Yeah. Instead of what we eat instead of Veep. Um, What was I... I... You know why? Another reason we have less shows this year together is because we did, like, DNF a bunch. Like, we... Atlanta wasn't doing it for us. Like, we just kind of stopped. Which, honestly, I'm proud of us. Because the shows we did watch, like, Ted Lasso, One Piece, Come We Can't Communicate, Abbott Elementary, like, I loved those shows. Yeah. Um, And then the last one I have is season three of The Mandalorian, which I feel very strongly about watching. I'm not going to promise any future seasons, but season three will be completed. (laughs) What do you have? I just have three. I have seven. <laughs> um, one of them is the wrong way to use healing magic. Is sake? I don't know if it's a guy or just a fantasy anime. Um, that's next season. I'm gonna watch it. It looks fun. Um, there is a chance I DNF it, but I'll have at least tried. Right? Uh, if I only DNF it, if I find if it's garbage. Yeah. But it, D- it looks DNF fun. is do not finish. By yeah. the way, I've only ever heard it used in like BookTube and stuff. But it's just such a great way to say like oh, I you started racing it. too. You'll they do DNF too. if you don't finish the race. Oh, nice, yeah. perfect. Yeah, yeah it's, it just, it's not just BookTube. It's the perfect quick way to say like I started it and I'm not gonna finish. It. Yeah. Um, Scott Pilgrim cartoon. I need to watch the Scott Pilgrim cartoon. 
I'm hoping to watch Scott Pilgrim Gorgia in the next week or two. Uh, and then I have Lupin, the most recent season of Lupin. I really want to watch the most recent season of Lupin. Um, these are just two that are like kind of left over from last year. Uh, there's a show, an anime called High Card. The next seat, the next, the second season is coming out next. The second season of High Card is coming out next season of anime because anime comes out in seasons, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that's what they call it, like the winter season or whatever. Um, I need to watch the first season of High Card so I can watch the second season of High Card. Fryron is I, I I only watched one episode last year. I need to watch the whole thing. Um, it's finishing up ne- this next upcoming season. Um, and then Classroom of the Elite three I will end up watching with the boys because that's I've been watched the first two seasons with Alex and Paul, so we're just gonna continue watching. Um, and then there's an anime called Anime Warrior at the Borderline. I'm going to watch with the Pash. I'm going to make him do it. That'll probably take all year. <laughs> Based on how long it took us to finish NHK, which I think we started in March last year and finished on the day before Christmas vacation. Um, yeah, so that's my shows. All right. So for books, I have three, but I technically have 11. So last year or this past year, what I was trying to do was read 12 book of the month books 12 TBR takedown books, books I already owned, one a month. Mm -hmm. That ended up being very challenging while also being in grad school um, and in two book clubs. (laughs) So this year I'm trying to be a little bit more realistic, and my 2024 TBR only has 11 books on it. I will, of course, be reading for book club, but I don't know those ahead of time. Eight of those books is from a subscription Peter got me to Charco Press. Yes. Um, So we have eight south american translated books that peter and i are both trying to read yes. this year most of them are pretty short even the longer ones are very short they just look long compared to the other ones because some of them are super super short i believe um, the longest one i'm holding in my hands right now has oh come on give me the last page 314 pages so yeah not so even that book. um so that's eight of those we haven't quite figured out exactly how we're gonna go about them i think Something Peter had proposed was, like, we each read one, and then we swap, and then we talk about those two, and then we pick two more. Um, So we'll see how we go about that. And then I buddy read with my sister every year. The way we did it last year really worked very well. Um, What we did last year was we chose two books for us to read together that neither of us had read, and then recommended a book to the other person. Um, So this year, we are both going to be reading Swordcatcher by Cassandra Clare. Peter got me a really beautiful (laughs) Owl Crate exclusive edition of that book, and my sister coincidentally had just bought it as well. Not not the pretty edition, but, you know, another edition. So since we both had that and wanted to read it, we're like, okay, perfect. Uh, And then my sister also just bought My Dark Vanessa by Kate Elizabeth Russell, which is a book that's been on my TBR for a very long time. Not my physical TBR, I don't own it, but it's a book that I have been meaning to read and wanting to read for a very long time. And then she recommended to me Herc by Phoenicia Rogerson, which was in her top five books of the year, I believe. Um, And it's this story about Hercules, obviously, but from the perspective of all the different people in his life and how he is a hero to some people, a villain to other people, and like how all these different people perceive him. She made it sound really good, so I actually do really think I'm going to like that one. Uh, and I have, so this is now the Peter part of the podcast, is I'm going to finish my books, then do some manga, then do games. Oh my gosh. So, um, for the books, the I, I gave myself six books for this that I want to read next year, although I'm sure the list will be much longer when I actually 
And that doesn't include Stick charco? everything together. Not the charco, no. I want to read On the Plane of Snakes by Paul Thoreau, which I already started reading. So Perfect. I kind of cheated for that one. Um, it's his Mexican adventure. He goes, you know, down through Mexico as a 70-something-year-old man. Uh, book the, the number, number two, I have Fall or Dodge in Hell by Neil Stevenson. It's sitting on top of my little mini fridge right now. I can look at it. I'm going to read it. I want to read it. It looks fun. Um, Oathbringer by Brandon Sanderson. I don't own this one yet, um, but I will. <laughs> I wish you could see his face. <laughs> uh, it's the third uh, of the Stormlight Archive books. Uh, I have Mistborn, also by Brandon Sanderson. That's a trilogy um, that I might I might read this year. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, but he now owns. The I first want book. to, and I own it. I bought it at, a, at a, I bought a mass market version mm-hmm. at a at a bookstore. Um, and then I also have now these are two books that I don't own. Um, Roadside Picnic by uh, uh, Arkady and Boris Strugatsky. Um, this is a book. Uh, it's like a it's like a fiction book based about the fact that Chernobyl exists. Um, that was written, I think, in the nineties. Uh, and I really can't wait. Uh, that, that one. That one like is one of the ones that 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 book is the inspiration for the game Stalker, um, which is also about Chernobyl. Uh, it, it's very interesting. It adds like a supernatural element. I really want to, to read that this year. I had it on my, my, my like New Year's list last year and I didn't get to it. But now that I have more stuff opened up, I, I will. Uh, and now I, and then I'm reading, uh, I want to read Kafka on the Shore by Haruki Murakami. Um, I think we own that now, right? We do. My we dad do own that. Okay, so yeah. Um, so I have a copy of that now. Which is cool. Uh, that's my buddy Liam's favorite Murakami book. Your favorite was Norwegian Wood. So right? far. I'm trying to read yeah. one a year. I've only read two yeah. so far. So I, I, I asked him, because I, I know he read both, and I asked him out of those two which was his favorite, and he's like, it was Kafka on the Shore. I was like, okay, so I'll read that one first, because Autumn liked that one. It just wasn't your favorite one, right? No, I haven't read Kafka. Oh, you haven't read Kafka Mm-mm, on the Shore. I've read, Nor- I read Norwegian Wood. Last year, and this year I read South of the Border, West of the Sun. Okay. I There's, have not read any other Murakami. He's another book called Clockwork something or something like that. I think Liam read and liked. There's so many good ones. Um, and I have a couple more on my shelf, too, that you can... So, I, I, I might just read a couple Haruki Murakami. Oh, The think, Wind Up Bird. That might be the one I'm okay. thinking of. I think you'll like him. Yeah. I, I mean, I expect to. Liam really likes him, and you like him, so... Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's multiple people that I talk to that like this yeah. author, so... I... We probably like... I don't think Liam and I would have a lot of other, probably like, not. common media, so if we both like them <laughs> and we both have different things in common with you, then that, like, is pretty good for you. Yeah, I, I'm excited. <laughs> I want to give that a shot. Uh, now, uh, there's only two manga that I intend to fully read next year, aside from the ma- maintenance of keeping up with the ones I'm keeping up with, because um, I, will, I will finish Spy X Family. That's... That's the next manga that I want to finish, I want or to catch up with, because mm-hmm. I like it. It's very fun. It's cute, you know. The two I want to read, big. We of course. Naruto. Oh my gosh, Peter. I want to read Naruto. There's like <laughs> 700 chapters of Naruto. I don't want to read Boruto, which is the sequel to Naruto, about his son. I don't give a shit about his son. I've heard many things that are just like, Boruto's garbage because and there's like a whole bunch of reasons why it's just not as good mm-hmm. um, and I also want to read uh, another long one called Seven Deadly Sins I want to get caught up um, because I, I want I, these are like big 
big manga, big anime, like these like big pop culture icon ones. Mm-hmm. Um, I was caught, I am caught up with Black Clover, and I and any the the. I can't get too mad at the manga covers. I think his wife got sick, which is why he stopped posting, basically. But he changed his serialization from Jump Weekly, so a weekly chapter, mm-hmm. to Jump Giga, which I thought was monthly. Jump Giga is quarterly. Uh. Every four months, or three months, that, that, that book comes out. Most things that serialize in Jump Giga put out a 45-page chapter. He put out a 23-page chapter for his first well, serialization that's of all he Giga. can do. I get it. <laughs> but that is also... I mean, it, so it, it's good that he's taking a break and he's helping his wife. And I think... Honestly, I think everyone in this family has gotten sick this year, supposedly. There's been a lot of little gaps. Like, his dog got sick at one point, and that's fine now. And he got sick. And it's like... But, like, the, the unreasonable consumer in me is like, Bro, that's your only job. <laughs> Like, how did you not put out a full 45-page chapter in the quarterly serialized for his... But in, it's not his only job. If he's, like, a wife, or if he's a husband and a... <laughs> he's, a he's a husband and and a mangaka. That's all he does. And a, and a dog father. Okay. That's part of husband, though. That's no, that, it's not. Yeah, it's, it's, that's family and work. It's <laughs> the two things he's got going on right now. Um, it, also, the frustrated consumer in me is pissed... Because Black Clover's almost fucking over. <laughs> like, like if if this if it had continued on weekly, it would probably be over halfway through next year. But now that it's every three months we get a new chapter, I have no idea when that sh- when that series is gonna end. And it's very frustrating because I want it to end. It's very it was it was kind of balls to the wall. It didn't have a lot of the the like interim stuff that One Piece has. I wouldn't call it filler, just like the character development things. Mm-hmm. But it was still fun it was good it's fun it's great the characters are really cool and i want to see it end and i don't know if that's ever gonna happen um and now i've i've entered the realm of my friends who like things like hunter x hunter which goes on six month breaks constantly it's like oh god (sighs) anyway the other yeah seven deadly i think um that's i want to read that one too you know okay and the last thing, because I'm not doing movies, we're saving that for a movie episode. Yep. I did write them on this page, but I'm saving that for the next episode. Even though one of them is a movie I'm not watching with Autumn, I don't think. It doesn't matter. The games that I want to play this year, I have five. Very ambitious five. You have ambitious about everything. Yes. Um, <sighs> there's a game called Dredge. Uh, it's a it's a it's an indie game about about being on a on a, on a, on a fishing boat. And it looks good. There's a game... Uh, I'm playing Mafia. Actually, there's more than five games here. I have Mafia 1, 2, 3 <laughs> written down. Um, so I'm playing the first one right now. I want to play the second one. I just want to do... I'm just doing the story. I want, I want the story of Mafia, Mafia 2 and Mafia 3. Um, Watch Dogs 1. Uh, the Mass Effect trilogy. Um, and then uh, I have written down on here... I would have just had those, those four lines... Just can't call them four games. Um, but I also have Hogleg written down because um, Hogwarts Legacy exists. And I do It's I do want to play Hogwarts Legacy. I want to. Um, I've heard it's really good. I've heard that J.K. Rowling had very little input in the actual game oh, good. story. So, and, and, it, and it's set like 
400 years ago or something like that. So it's like way back in the early days of Hogwarts or like mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, so that could be fun, and I kind of want. I'm excited for that one because uh, Jordan really enjoyed playing it. I guess it, it's like very fun and atmosphere. Yeah, I've like, heard good things. Super cool. <sighs> okay. All right. Well, I guess you can tune in next year to find out if. If Peter's ambitious, if, um, I am too uh, too pessimistic and realistic, or if Peter's a little too Listen, ambitious and optimistic. I I, sh- I talked about shows next this next season of of anime. I've somehow managed to get myself excited to watch twelve different things concurrently every week. I, I know that's not even physically possible. It's like four hours of time commitment across all these these anime. So yeah. there's there's it's gonna there's gonna be casualties all right there's gonna be anime that gets started and just abandoned yeah and killed. there's gonna be new things you don't even know about that you're gonna exactly because next because the, there's four seasons of anime in a year we're in winter then we'll go to spring and it'll be like oh look at all these six different things like even like this season of anime i watched four and three with friends one kind of solo Luckily, I don't think there was a whole bunch of other ones that I was missing out on, except for Fryrin, apparently, which I, I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. We'll All right. See. So that's anything but films 2023. Uh, on Wednesday, January third, we will be posting our big movie wrap up for our whole movie project. Woo! Um, so I'm really excited to see what Peter's uh, top five movies for the year are. I have a feeling I know what his number one is, but... Oh, yeah? I haven't yeah. put that together yet. Well, we, we've, we've got time. Uh, in the meantime, you can keep an eye on our Instagram. It's 5050filmspodcast, and we will talk to you next time. Woo!